Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman in St. Lucia, where the third and final test match will be taking place. The action getting underway on Saturday, and uh, if the local cabbies are to be believed, a bumper crowd expected to cheer on the West Indies side. You cannot move for people wanting to talk cricket here, with the home fans jubilant at how well this series has gone. It's nice to see the West Indies doing so well. We're, we've already won the series. Um, it's nice to see um, we have a nice pace attack. As, old, as the old days, we have the likes of Jason Holder doing so well and this is what we like in the Caribbean where we have a good pace attack and we have the batsmen to back that up. But for England it's about rebuilding and getting back to the basics which they've hoped has started to serve them well. I think I'll, I'll try and have to try and ramp up the pace be some some something a little bit different it, it's hard for them when you're getting pulled out and you're straight back in the field and you've got to do things again but wait and see I'm in a good place so if they do decide to change the ball and line up then I'll be ready England's Mark Wood there and you can hear more from him on the show as well as a bit of Goffey and Steve Harmison and if you like what you hear be sure to subscribe to your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean you're listening to Following On Well, we've arrived in St. Lucia um, on the next stop of this uh, merry-go-round around of some beautiful Caribbean islands. Uh, and we're staying at the Windjammer, or at least some of us are, because uh, Steve Harmison, who joins me on the show today, wanted uh, to swap hotels with me. I'm not going to say the place where you're staying at, but he fancied uh, mixing it with the, uh, the lads so we could have more, uh, more company at the bar, shall we say. Good, uh, good decision, Steve? Uh, no, not a good decision. It was uh, it was interesting in my room last night. I felt as I was right on the corner of a Formula One um, racetrack where they were going up the hill. But no, it's it's a, it's a lovely place, this Windjammer. We might be swapping back, but no. Um, it's just a fantastic island, beautiful island. But um, I think the Barmy Army are going to be in tow and I think they're staying in our hotel. So it could be a lively week. Well, it's always a lively week when Harmy's around and, uh, and Goffey as well. But uh, Goffey's family is arriving this week, as is Matt Pryor. So I'm expecting uh, a little bit more of a relaxed fare, uh, off-air off anyway. Um, anything but relaxed, the England cricket team. It's a beautiful setting here. But what's it like to be on a tour when you've, you've lost and you've got to continue turning up, as, as it were? You know, people say there's no such thing as a dead rubber. Uh, that's an argument for another day but you know with the series lost and the tour still continuing on for uh, for a bit how do you how do you get about that mentally i suppose uh we're well, playing for england 
It's as simple as that. You know, we talk about joking and when they're laughing and carry on about hotels and being in nice places. But you know, the, the, the main priority of being on these islands is to play cricket for England. It's still the same. There's no extra value or devalue in test wickets, no extra devalue in test runs. And within you know, two more test matches, you, two more test matches, the Ashes are here. So you know, boys will be playing for their, not only their places, they've obviously tried to put a few things right. Well, they've got it horribly wrong so far. Um, so, yes, dead rubbers, whatever you want to call them, at the end of the day, the test runs, the test wickets, the test caps. Um, and for me, there's no devalue in that. It might not feel... Um, you might not feel great going into it because you've lost the series, but at the end of the day, you know, when the umpire says play for the first time, 10, 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, you are switched on because you're wearing the three lions and you've got to value that, that place because there's a lot of people who would like to be in your shoes. So that's what England have, will be thinking. That's what they should be thinking. Um, and you know, fingers crossed that they turn up this time because I think in the two test matches they've really struggled to sort of switch on and stay switched on for large passages of the test match and that's why they're 2-0 down Plenty to think of there Harmy caught up with uh, an old friend of his actually Mark Wood who's in a reckoning for a position in the final 11 changes are expected and I'm going to ask Harmy what 11 he will pick or would pick uh, bearing in mind he hasn't seen the pitch yet for St Lucia we are hearing it uh, it could be a bit more batting friendly Uh, but let's hear an interview that took place uh, yesterday between Harmy and his old mate Mark Wood Thinking back we were in the car going home from the test match and I think the air of shell shock around the the uh, team, talk sport team was evident and Matt Pryor who's probably the most recent out of the England dressing room said how much the, the, the dressing room would be hurting and the feeling of you know the, the feeling of hurt would be would be so much inside that dressing room it was to be honest everyone was really disappointed um, I think after the first test we um, wanted to bounce back or often I think during the last few years under under Trevor, we've we've sort of had a good game, then a bad game. We've always bounced back after that bad game to, to win the next one. So um, I think two sort of bad defeats and the, the dressing room was really quiet after that game. Um, and, and you could see that, I mean, from hours and playing, so you're not connected as much to the match. But I could see that um, a lot of the lads had looked a little bit worn down just with the, the fact that um, they're obviously trying their best, that the preparing really well we do the right things off the field um, and it was just a, a really uh, hard defeat to take I guess especially when um, it was a one to decide the series if they won obviously the, the, the clincher series so um, they just played better than us and looking forward because it's, it's better to look always better to look forward you Mark Wood I was with you when you got the call about coming out here uh, to to the West Indies how do you feel your preparation is and where you are at now leading into what is you know the third test match yeah, I feel ready to go. Obviously, it was the I was a little bit behind when I when I got to Barbados because all the lads had done practice matches and prepared. So I feel like I've sort of caught up now, and I've been training well in the nets. Um, it's pretty hard to judge where you're at uh, totally because you're you're 12th man. You you do a little bit in the nets. You know, it's like you're not you know getting that match practice. But um, before Christmas, I felt really good with the line, England lines, the England um, A side. Um, and taking a lot of confidence on that and I'm, I'm really enjoying my cricket at the minute so I'm working on a new skill with Chris Silverwood as well so um, all in all it's, uh, it's going quite well And about that skill you must have I, I from a fast bowling point of view you know, I've, I've been 
enjoying the way the fast bowlers of the West Indies have bowled. You sat and you've watched. How how's Mark Wood going to attempt to use his skills in the third Test match if he's selected? And what have you learned by watching these four fast bowlers bowl on what have been very very good surfaces for for quick bowling? I think um, well their attack is very balanced in, in in a way that you've got a guy that comes in and tries to bowl thunderbolts around your head. You've got another guy that will nibble it around, but he's always attacking the stumps. And then you've got the who unfortunately is not going to play, but Jason Holder, a guy that's that's big and um, not necessarily quick, but he always asks questions. I think looking at sort of my bowling out here, um, Roach is a small guy as well, and he's always making people play um, on and around off stump with the odd short ball. So I think looking at the way that he's going about he hasn't necessarily tried to swing the ball miles he's just tried to um, ask plenty of questions and if he's getting any movement then that's it then he's in the right sort of area so um, I've been working with Spoons uh, Chris Silver sorry on a, um, a ball that nips back like a wobble sort of seam something that I've not naturally been able to do very well but it's been coming out better and better this trip whether I, um, I feel fully confident to, to use it straight away I don't know but um, it, it's something that's a work in progress you said that with a wry smile on your face there uh, working progress and Jason Holder missing and you know, what do you what do you make of what does England make of of that situation should the team be punished should the captain be punished it is a difficult one to punish one person when you're all as a team you know slow on the over it yeah I think Rudy obviously if it was the other way around um I think Rudy's quite tries to get the lads round and stuff like that because he's very aware of that. Um, I think it's quite harsh on. Personally, I think it's harsh. I don't know if it's the feeling of the England side, but I think it's harsh to leave it when it's a three-day Test match for a guy to be done for slow over it. If it'd been five days, I would have thought maybe. But for three days, when your team's on top and you're trying to win a Test match and win a series, an iconic series for them, so I think it's a little bit harsh. If I'm, I'm, I'm just laughing because there's a little bit of Ashton. Ash and Twang came in there. It was, it wasn't the usual. <laughs> and yeah, looking looking forward. I think when, when you did come out here, I think looking forward to yourself. Did you feel before you got that call and you you weren't selected for the West Indies coming out here? Did you think I was be you were being pigeonholed as a one day specialist? Not really. I just don't think I merited being here. I think um, the, they'd done so well over a period. The test side with um, Sam Curran had come in, Ollie Stone had come in. So those guys ahead of us in the queue, and it's just the way it is. But I feel like because I did well on the Lions tour, I merited my place being the next guy in. I was, it was probably between me and Jamie Porter. Um, and with Stoney being injured, it was probably my my sort of style that was like for like with Sto- with uh, Stoney. So. Um, I feel for a change, I, won't, I wasn't picked on potential or what I could do because I'd done well when I was away with the England Lions. I was picked on merit for the next guy off the rank. So um, now I feel ready to, ready to go now. I've been training hard. Um, I, I wasn't particularly disappointed not to be not to be picked up. I, I know I've been in the one-day team for a while, but I just think um, the test side had been so balanced and, and had done so well lately that I, I didn't deserve to be there. And now, moving forward, you know how much how, I know you'd be desperate to play. But what sort of skills do you think you can bring to this side if you get selected for St Lucia? Well, I think I'll, I'll try and have to try and ramp up the pace, be some some something a little bit different. Um, obviously, I'm a little bit shorter than most of the guys as well, so I can be a bit more skiddy. Um, I think it's just a different type of ball. I might balance the attack a little bit differently. I don't know. Um, I think it'd be we're talking about change me playing but it would be pretty harsh on the bowlers when it's the bowlers v batters here I like but it's the batters that have not getting the runs it would be pretty harsh to change the bowling attack when uh, I feel like they're always back in the field straight away I mean in the bowlers union there like but um, 
it, it's hard for them when you're getting bowled out and you're straight back in the field and you've got to do things again but wait and see I'm in a good place so if they do decide to change the bowling lineup, then I'll be ready a uh, good tourist that's always a cliche isn't it but he does sound like he's a good tourist yeah, he's a good tourist. He's somebody who enjoys. I think we all you seen on the on the TV footage when he gave Keaton Jennings a little bit of a fright when he was running up behind him, um, and that's what uh, good people off the field can do to people who are having a maybe it's a trying time. People are disappointing, uh, having a disappointing time, but also when things aren't going well for you as a team, you need people in the dressing room just to liven you up. Um, we're, we've, we're, we're fortunate, we've got the master. We've got Darren Goff, who moans a bit, but he's a good tourist and he's a good guy to be around. So you know that, that is what Mark is going to give the England cricket team. And fingers crossed, he'll get a game in this, in this test match because it is batter-friendly and it is a little bit flatter. I cannot see them taking all the pace out of the wicket because of their, their fast bowling. Uh, unit even though without Jason Holder so if that's the case if it's flatter and it's still got a bit of piercing probably going to need that extra bit of oomph that England need and Mark will give them that OK I don't want to ex- I don't want an ex- explanation why um, and I want 11 names but starting from 1 through to 11 who would you pick bearing in mind you haven't seen the pitch yet but if it is going to be a little flatter who would you pick for England to take on West Indies in St Lucia in the third test match well, you say about the pitch, but there's also one big key component with the selection, and that's Ben Folks. I'll go as though Ben Folks isn't going to be fit because if you sustain a hand injury not long, not long to go in between test matches, then I'd pick a team without Ben Folks unless he is 100% fit. So mine would be, we haven't got any choices because we've got no other batters out here, it would be Burns, Jennings, Denley, Root, Bairstow, Stokes, Butler, um, Ali at eight, Wood at nine, Broad and Anderson, 10 and 11. Mm, interesting, because the thing that leaps out from that, and I, I understand all of that, I can see why Wokes wouldn't come in, because there is uh, possibly questions over his fitness. Uh, England have got no choice if Wokes doesn't play. They have to bring Jennings back. Uh, but for me, the question is, doesn't it confuse matters somewhat? Although Denley bats at three, uh, in county cricket and Jennings bats as an opener in county cricket you've just said to Jennings he's not your opener and you've just said to Denley you are the opener to change twist it around if folks is out that, that would just confuse things even further wouldn't it it would but you know try and tell you you can't predict injuries in the in your 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 selection for test matches you know you you left Keaton Jennings out with only one option on on the uh, on the tour and that was Joe Denley there was a lot of questions who would go and open. Johnny Bairstow does it in one day cricket. Um, but there was no there was a, nobody that was standing out to so open a baton when Jennings was left out. Now we're in the same boat again. We have, we have only got one batsman that we potentially could pick. That is Keaton Jennings because of if folks does miss. Um, I, what I would add is if folks doesn't miss, uh, folks doesn't miss out, I'm going to move him to seven instead of eight. Um, because I think he should bat seven as a specialist. We keep a batsman, but that's another story again. If Jennings comes back in, he comes back in as an opening batsman. He is an opening batsman. He opens in first-class cricket, and Joe Denley is more comfortable batting at number three, and I think it would make sense all that if you're going to go back to Jennings, if you have to go back to Jennings because folks is injured, it would be, it would be people playing in their rec- recognised spots. 
Well, there you have it. Um, it'll be fascinating to see. We're 24 hours out from having our first glimpse of the pitch. We will be uh, at the cricket ground tomorrow on, on tomorrow's show. So uh, we will report from there uh, and we will hear from an England player as well. So it'll be interesting to see who they put up. Uh, Goffey is and has been and will be broadcasting drive throughout his uh, time over in the Caribbean. He's set up just to the left of me. Uh, for drive today and he caught up with one of the locals Hi, right, so we arrived late last night from Antigua uh, England are 2-0 down in the series they're having an absolute shocker but the good news is we are now at my favourite island St Lucia an island I've been before and I'm going to catch up with Jason Charles Jason um, what's your title here at uh, the Windjammer? I'm a, um, the assistant hotel controller at the resort night having you here again I remember um, you visiting here about Ten years ago, you made the press, you made the paper, you took a picture with our GM. Um, I remember speaking to you in the lobby where um, you explained to me about your stress fracture. You were not actively playing at the time. Yeah, you were having family and friends. Yeah. Our nice guy though, wasn't he? Yeah, you were. Still are. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? You're a cricket fan, yeah? Yes, cricket fan from day one. Um, it's nice to see um, the West Indies doing so well. We're, we've already won the series. Um, it's nice to see um, we have a nice pace attack. As, old, as the old days, we have the likes of Jason Holder doing so well. Sadly, he's not um, going to play the next match, match due to, um, well, the, lo the slow over rate. It's questionable, right? But it's, it's nice to see cricket in the Caribbean. And it's nice to see cricket at home, and we're doing so well. So we're expecting a good turnout on Friday or Saturday, is it? Saturday, um, where we'll try to win it 3-0. <laughs> but the good thing for West Indies, I mean, for a long time now, I mean, you've had some very talented players, but you yeah. keep losing them to some of these tournaments around the world. Yeah. But what we see now is a West Indies side that have played with real togetherness, with real determination. And you've got four fast bowlers. It's like almost a flashback from the 1970s and 80s. Yes, like I said, when we, you remember the likes of um, Kirtley Ambrose, Courtney Walsh and them doing well with the pace attack. And this is what we like in the Caribbean, where we have a good pace attack and we have the bad men to back that up so we were liking all of that and then we hope we could continue yes you said that we um, have been failing where we have the the good players going out to those tournaments like the IPL the Bangladesh League and all of those leagues but it's nice that you have some young guys who are passionate about test cricket and then they will do well for our cricket in the Caribbean and then we could look to move from there and then go up in the test rankings or one day for that matter I mean, when you come to the West Indies, many, many years ago, for many years, uh, West Indian cricket was about Jamaica, was about Trinidad, was about Barbados, was about Antigua. Uh, but now, St. Lucia has created a nice kind of cricket family, hasn't it? It's got that lovely stadium now, the Darren yeah. Sammy Stadium, yeah. and St. Lucia Zooks yeah. are the stars. I think yeah. they're now called. Yeah, so, uh, is cricket building in St. Lucia? Yes, cricket has been building um, due to the... Um, you find that because of the T20, um, you find that you find a lot of younger people coming to cricket because it's a lot shorter as opposed to a whole day at the stadium. To get new people, you would have to get their interest. You wouldn't find somebody coming to want to stay for the entire day. And with the likes of us having our first player, Darren Sammy, um, on the side, captaining and doing so well to win the first... Um, well, two T20 titles, you find that a lot of people have an interest in cricket, even so much so that we had packed crowds for the women's T20 last year. 
It was, it was very great. This has been the following on podcast and on tomorrow's show. Well, it will come from the Darren Sammy Cricket Ground in St. Lucia. And you will hear from one of the England team ahead of the third test, which you can follow live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.